Hey, Mayor. Chadwick. Am I coming in hot? Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Like a fajita. Coming in hot. Good. Good. Hi, Sean. The appropriate response. (laughs) Sean can't hear us yet. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Hey, Sean. We can hear you. Nice. Coming in hot. I don't know why you keep saying that. It's a real song. Hey, if Paul doesn't come, and if Will doesn't come, does that mean it's my pick? Perhaps. I don't have one ready. <laughs> Maybe we should only reward consistent people. <laughs> no, I don't I'm choosing. I think I we watch should a Paul institute movie. a. We should institute a rule that if somebody doesn't show up when it's their turn to choose, we just have to watch Unicorn City again. <laughs> we should watch like Darkness it. Falls. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Darkness Falls is a movie that me and Sean watched movie at the about Dollar the Theater. Fairy. Freshman year. We walked, we walked to the uh, Dollar Theater. Mm-hmm. Is it legit about the Tooth Fairy? Yeah, a yes, horror movie about the Tooth Fairy. Scary Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's worse than you think it is. That looks <laughs> So I was thinking about uh, this reunion that we're going to have at Mayor's house. Why is that a thing? Why, where did that even come from? That just sounded like a good idea. It sounds and like part a terrible it, idea. And part of it should be dressing Will up as a girl to sneak him into the dorm. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that. <laughs> and then the, uh, the movie club that month will... We'll have to make an exception to watch a rated R movie and watch Darnie Darko. Darnie Darko? That'd be great. Why? Well, I don't remember. Is it just the F word that makes that R? I don't even remember. Oh, there's a sex scene upstairs with Donnie Darko and the girlfriend. It's pretty yeah. mild, though. There isn't any nudity. Uh, okay, then it's, just, then it's just F words. I think it's then. just language. <laughs> when he curses out like the guy that comes to the the speaker uh-huh. that comes to the school. That's right. Calls him the Patrick Antichrist, Swayze. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Profanity and drugs. That's what it says, at least. Oh, sweet. They made a sequel to that. So it's supposed to be really oh, no. bad. Yeah. It's called, <laughs> it's called S. Darko. Samantha Darko, his little sister, and she's like the main character. I've never seen it, but it's supposed to be like one of the worst movies ever made. And I think like nobody from the original movie was involved in making it, except that they got the same girl to play the little sister. So yeah. No no Jillian Hall siblings nope. for that one. <laughs> and the the girlfriend in that like wasn't I mean, I guess the Jillian Halls weren't as famous yet either but the girlfriend is like Jenna Malone yeah what's she in well she's in Hunger Games Um, oh yeah 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 got it oh yeah that's right she like strips down in an elevator or something crazy right 
Like I can't remember. Yeah, what she she's was. kind of the in the face, in your face person in in that movie. She's been in a bunch of stuff. I just can't think of anything else right now. Feels like a bunch of Nickelodeon stuff. I don't know. What's her name? Jenna Malone. Yeah. She was in Saved around the same time as Donnie Darko. Which oh, she was yeah. like the main. She was the lead and whatever. With, but... Mac- with Macaulay Cole. Uh huh. It was his comeback movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> to be in some Christian school drama. <laughs> Mayor, give us some answers. Jenna Malone, are you looking her up? What am I supposed to be looking up? I'm oh, I to... thought you were. It looked like you were typing something. Right? I think uh, I am. what her name was. I'm trying to remember what she, like her face in Hunger Games. I, I can't picture her. She has like short hair and she's really in your face. Yeah. She's just like one of the competing. Yeah. I feel like it's the sequel. But she ends up being kind of an ally. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. You want to know what she she's in? in? <laughs> yeah. The Neon Demon, which was a really weird movie. She's in Contact. Oh. Jim Foster. Have been a baby in that movie, though. Yeah. Uh, that's all she's known for. <laughs> Never mind. It was a rabbit hole that was not worth it. <laughs> um, how are you guys doing? Good. Hanging in there. I'm happy to be here. Been looking forward to some interaction. <laughs> some human interaction. Yeah. I got my johnson and johnson vaccine so i'm finished done nice I have my... that's just a one shot thing yeah nice. i have my second dose on tuesday the pfizer i'm very you excited didn't... i got my first pfizer i got moderna <laughs> <laughs> i'm all vaccined uh, got my second Anthony... one you got your second one Anthony, you didn't get like fatal blood clot things? No, I'm not the one in one million. And really, <laughs> like, and like, I'm not a woman. The six people were women who did. Were women, yeah. <laughs> hey, but, Anthony, yeah. you're one in a million to us. <laughs> yeah, Anthony. <laughs> wow, Mayor, so good. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding, Mary. We're not going to have the reunion at your house. We'll have it up in Salt Lake at a park. Um, oh, it's oddly so specific. Really as far as, as movie club goes, I spent all my stimulus, not all of it. I spent some of my stimulus money on like a, a really nice TV and, nice. Um, and some speakers and stuff to go along with it. So if we ever want to have in-person viewing when everybody's in Utah. I mean, so Sean's probably the person who's in Utah the least. So mm-hmm. Sean, you just have to tell Chad that you're going to be in Utah. That's right. This is, sen- this is a sensitive topic right now. Oh, we're, we're, we're home hunting because it's oh, like, wow. we're sick of paying rent. Things like we're kind of settling in a little bit, but I just still really don't like Houston. <laughs> so it's like, I'm, I'm really excited that we're probably going to be in our own house and, you know, 
there are a lot of good things that I'm looking forward to about it, but it also feels a lot like giving up. So we'll have to do lots of vacations to Utah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In the same city, or are you looking different? Yeah, we'll, we'll move into a nicer neighborhood, but, um, but pretty close. Same county anyway. Harris County is huge, mm-hmm. though. Well, we're in Fort Bend County, which okay. is also huge, but... Um, but yeah, we want to stay in the school district, so we won't go too far. Cool. Yeah, I feel like every time I look for a job and get my hopes up, they always come like <laughs> just crashed or just my heart is <laughs> broken every time. So I'm like, fine. <laughs> I'm just I'm from Las Vegas. My kids are from Las Vegas. That's all they'll ever know. They'll probably want to come back here after they go to college. (laughs) That's one of the big things for me is like, there haven't been very many jobs posted at all during the pandemic. And as much as I don't like the new company that I'm working for, like I'm really well poised to move up. So it's like, okay, I can get 10 years experience in the next five years and move somewhere else. Or I could like find a crappy job because there just isn't anything out there and live somewhere that I can't afford. So I don't know. We're, we're in Houston. So, so do you go up to Utah? Do you have people to visit there? Um, I have one brother that's still there. I have another that's in Rexburg. So is Carrie's mom in Springville still? Mm-mm, no, that's a couple moves ago. They moved to Oregon and then they moved to Florida. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, they're, they're near Pensacola. Have been nice. for two or three years now. Panhandle? Mm-hmm. So that's one one of the other reasons to stay. They're eight hours away now instead of 30 hours. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not bad at all. You just have to drive Mm -hmm. through Louisiana and Mississippi and Alabama and (laughs) and you're there. Yeah. Well, the Mississippi and Alabama is just like a half hour in each. Those are those are quick. But (laughs) yeah. Sweet. I'll probably come up to Utah in August, like the first week of August. So plan on it, Mayor. (laughs) <laughs> plan on what <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what does that even mean like we're just we're gonna like have dinner together or what well, i like, don't know i haven't even seen your baby he's not a baby anymore i know <laughs> plan on it mayor plan on breaking chad, quarantine chad um did you have any amount of an ornamental lawn previously no just rocks okay i don't even have a fake lawn okay the backyard is just a cement patio with a pool yeah in the front i've seen yard the pictures rocks. of your backyard and I, but i didn't know about your front yard so, Mm-mm. so some you, neighbors have some grass still in their front yard and they have sprinklers and everything the, so does the new law mean they have to get rid of it immediately <laughs> what happens? i don't know i haven't been mm-hmm. I haven't been paying attention to it. I saw something about it, but no one said anything in my that's, HOA or anything. Yeah, that's the only Las Vegas news I know. <laughs> How much water does a pool use? Quite a bit a in the summertime. Basis? There's the evaporation rate's pretty high. A lot of people have pool covers like that um, bubble wrap type, like extra thick bubble wrap that they put over, but not a lot. That's not very much. 
It's fine. It's like 63 degrees in the pool. <laughs> That's cold. It's nice. It's nice. Um, any word from Paul? I was thinking I'll that text, text would like give him a nudge. Say, hey, Paul, you're next. <laughs> you can't can't back out on this one because you're you have to pick the next movie. Who's next if she doesn't show up? Will. Will and he's and not then Will's either. gone. So, so it's who, Chad. Who's, okay, Chad. I don't have something locked and loaded. Um uh, better start brainstorming. We could watch prom. I haven't seen that. I don't know what that is. There's so many. Oh, movies. it's a Netflix it musical. I know it is, but I haven't seen it. With James Corden and and Nicole Kidman, it's about high school prom for gay people. It's great. Me and Rachel watched it. <laughs> Mayor's face. Yeah, he looks really <laughs> excited about this. It's terrible. Oh, shoot, do I have to start thinking? <laughs> I'm going to run out of PG movies real soon. Both of the movies I've suggested are PG. Work your way up to 13. <laughs> or watch so. some 80s PG movies that have like <laughs> that are worse <laughs> than the radar movies now. <laughs> oh, man. No, you guys are going to see like, I mean, I'm not for several months now, but my movie choices are going to change drastically because I have this new fancy TV. It's going to be all things that are fun to watch in 4K. Transformers <laughs> and Marvel movies. <laughs> you guys been watching the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Oh, yeah. I'm fully immersed in the MCU at the moment. Oh, I bet. I bet it's really pretty and it sounds great. <laughs> Well, I've been listening to the, I don't know why, but I, it's so many podcasts. I listen to um, like Binge Mode. I don't know if you guys know that, but Mally Rubin and Jason Concepcion as part of the Ringer, which is an online publication. Bill Simmons' new thing if, after he left ESPN. Um, but uh, they do Binge Mode and they've done, they've previously done like Game of Thrones and Star Wars and Harry Potter. Uh, where they talk about each, you know, movie in the series. Um, but the most recent one was the MCU. And um, they have an episode devoted to each movie that they really go in depth on it. And so I've been listening to that. And it makes me want to watch the movies even more. Yeah, so. that's fun. I just started the episode four. And it's it's i think it's more violent than most of the mcu movies oh there's yeah, like people yeah. getting shot in the Talking head and the lots of oh, yeah. lots of people dying and burning to death and just so crazy stuff so that how many episodes are there so far there are five so far i think so have you watched the end of episode four yet no i started it okay then i won't i won't say it. just talking about violence it's like 
It's really violent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the kids walked in and I'm like, uh, go in the other room, kids. <laughs> and so I just had to turn it off. I'm like, uh, I'll watch it at nighttime. Coming. Let's get into it. Um, trailer it up, Mayor. Let's make this happen. <laughs> oh, did you hear the sad news of Susie and Crystal and Sid's episode getting taken down? <laughs> What's wrong, Dad? Please tell me. Um. It, don't you have like music in every one of those episodes? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like you have a whole podcast. Yeah, but I guess where it's... you play like two minutes of six <laughs> songs in each podcast. For real. Yeah. In my in my uh, epi- music episode, we listen to the whole Elliot Smith song. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's it's only the Universal Music Group that's like listening into my podcast, and I guess it was only Fifty Cent. <laughs> Uh, shorty, it's your birthday. Gonna party like it's your birthday. That flagged it for copyright reasons. So I guess I can find the original MP3 and trim it off and then post it up again. Are you gonna record a cover of it to put in its place? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wait, I'll just it... record a, a Ben Folds cover, put it on. Does there. it give you access to, to it or is it cut off from you? all together as well no it's gone it's off of anchor so wow. i've got to go and find the original mp3 somewhere it's on an external hard drive okay you guys ready <laughs> yeah go ahead sorry interruption what's wrong dad please tell me when that is dying she doesn't know so you can't say anything the family thinks it's better not to tell her why is that better? Chinese people have saying, when people get cancer, they die. We we'll have to go to China. Wedding is an excuse so everyone can see her. He's my only cousin. Don't you think I should be there? You can't hide your emotions. If you go now, we'll find out right away. Really? Tinkerian,不过起呀,好久没什么剧了。奶奶就等着这一天呢。Shouldn't we tell her? Isn't it wrong to lie? It's a good lie. Most families in China would choose not to tell her. She's dying. Can you be a little more sensitive? What do you want from me? To scream and cry like you? Ah! <laughs> I want to believe that's a good thing. 
今日生活呀，不光是你去做什么，更是你如何去做。That was nice. Fun. So Anthony, let's do a new feature where the person like that picks the movie gets to give a one paragraph synopsis of the movie. <laughs> I, I would have prepared. Too bad <laughs> on the spot. Three sentences, four sentences. <laughs> synopsis.、Um, run on sentences, please. Yeah, run on. Aquafina, <laughs> Billy. It plays Billy, who has a nice relationship with her grandma, who lives in China, and she, she Billy, lives in the United States.、Uh, and this is all one sentence, though. And her <laughs>、yep. grandma、uh, has stage four lung cancer. Uh, her family knows,、uh, but she doesn't know. And it is customary for some families in China to not tell、uh, the person who's dying of cancer that they're going to die. And so、uh, they use Billy's cousin's wedding as a reason. To all travel there to visit her,、um, and and spend time together. And the movie is about that tension about、uh, not telling the grandmother that she's going to die, and and the and the experiences they're able to have as a family、um, uh, around this、uh, lie. Great, that's how I would have said it. <laughs> And you forgot about Little Bao. Little Bao is my favorite character. <laughs> He's not Little Bao anymore. <laughs> it's, just, it's just Bao. Oh no! I just got a message that says my internet's unstable. Can you guys still hear me? So far, yeah. All right. Well, let me know if you can't, and then I'll switch to my phone. Mary, you recording this? Yeah. So, what was the?、Uh, Had you seen this before? Or had you heard this? How how did no, you hear about it? No, you you guys had a little bit of upset. I remember at the end of last episode because I said I had not seen this before.、Um, so <laughs> this、right. was my first viewing.、Um, no, I just wanted to see it for a long time,、um, and I was going through、um, the movies that were available. I think Prime probably has. It's hard to tell which of these. Streaming services has the largest selection available, but it seems like Prime just has a ton of movies.、Um, mm -hmm. And、uh, so I was just going through that.、Um, the vast majority of movies that I would recommend to people are rated R, and、um, uh, the vast majority of movies that I want to see are rated R.、Uh, but this is one that I had wanted to see since I saw a trailer for it when it when it came out. Um, and ha I hadn't seen it yet. Great. 
Did you like it, Mayor? I did. <laughs> I enjoyed it thoroughly. In fact, I enjoyed oh. it the, the first time I heard it, which was on a podcast on This American Life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jan- Jana was telling me that she, today, that she had listened to the interview with Lulu Wang, um, uh, who's the writer and director. That's um, fun. In This American Life, that's like a journalistic show, and so they do all this fact-checking and everything. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas making the movie she had freedom to tell the story how she wanted to and i yeah i guess in in this american life like i don't know i I don't remember if i heard this in imdb or an interview or something but she was saying that when she wrote the movie she was having trouble getting it funded because american film companies thought that it was not american enough and they wanted to squeeze some white characters into it and Chinese film companies thought that it was too American and that it should also have white characters to like accentuate the Americanness. And then she made the This American Life story, which people saw, you know, as like a successful telling of the story and were more confident in, you know, funding the movie. So huh. that was kind of interesting. Yeah, the only white people and it was that birthday party scene, right? Where she's just standing there being sad. Mm-hmm. And they're singing happy birthday. Yeah, I think so. And then like the very end when they're walking in the streets of New York and she's like the only Asian person. And it's kind of like a stark contrast to where she was where it was all Asians. Yeah, that was really interesting. I really felt, you really feel that in that moment mm-hmm. um, where it's like, oh, I really got used to this being like an all Asian setting and then it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the interesting things around um, around the story of the production of the movie is that uh, so <laughs> as you see at the end of the film, like grandma still didn't die. It's like the ultimate way. twist. <laughs> like way later. but Six um, years or whatever. And, and so six years later is basically when she went to make the movie she like went to China to make the movie and she was able to spend time with her grandmother again because of that. Um, (laughs) And um, her grandmother knew that they were making, making that she was making a film, but didn't know what the film was about. Um, They still hadn't told her. No. After six years. Right. Oh, gosh. and uh, as she like met, as the grandmother like saw the movie being made and met the cast and stuff, she saw that it like it basically resembled their family. Uh-huh. Um, and and the story of the film that she made is basically the story in the movie too, that it was a story about a family uh, all coming together for a wedding. Um, this is like the story she told. It's so like just this really interesting layer. Um, that that story like is doing twice the work it's doing the work in the film and uh, for her real interaction with her grandma did the grandma see the movie I don't know it sounds like (laughs) she knows now she She knows knows. (laughs) oh she knows now okay yeah yeah apparently like one of her friends saw a review of the movie and was like you know oh this is your granddaughter's movie and so she sent the review to her 
from a newspaper or whatever and it told like the basic outline of the plot and that's how she found out that's wow. crazy <laughs> wow no i the most recent thing i read was the fresh air interview she did when the movie came out so i didn't know that she knew now well i went in blind i didn't listen to this american life and didn't see the trailer just watched it with me and rachel and rachel's cousin and all rachel could talk about is aquafina's horrible posture <laughs> her next yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but i thought it was fun like the very first scene when they're talking on the phone they're just lying back and forth to each other right. just just sweetly <laughs> it's all just like little lies oh yeah i've got something about uh what earrings or in new uh, york they'll rip the earrings right out of your ear she's like oh i'm not wearing earrings she's like, oh, so you've heard that too and then the grandma was talking about lying about being in the hospital they're just sweetly lying to each other yeah, I thought it was fun. I don't have any grandparents left, so it it was fun reminiscing about grandparents. Rachel's last grandparent just died on December 31st. Wow. So no more grandparents in this both sides, which is crazy. I I just have one grandma left and I saw her this week for the first time. Oh yeah? In COVID quarantine? Mm -hmm. So it's been a year or something? Yeah. Yeah, Carrie's grandma died, I think, two years ago. And that was the last grandparent for us. Yeah, my, my last grandparent died when I was on my mission. So it's been a little while for me. Oh, since. yes. Yeah. Wow. Karen's got one as a grandpa left one left man we're getting old <laughs> yeah, I, know. I feel like my grandma could live another like 20 years <laughs> is it the same grandma that got mad because we had a party at our basement yeah <laughs> my my grandpa was alive when we did that and my okay alive she lives in that same house though so. oh, okay I liked it. I thought it was fun. It was a fun slice of life. Um, it was fun, different culture. Uh, and just I got used to the subtitles real quick. And the uncle was interesting. I didn't like him, and then I liked him, and then I didn't like him again. <laughs> uh, like the dad and the mom too. I mean, I it was, it was fun getting to know all these characters and. Oh man, did they, so they, was it a staged wedding or was it a real wedding that was yeah, they just never, watched? Yeah, they, they never like say fully though, do they? No, in one of the, I didn't do a lot of like outside research, but one of the little like snippets of an interview that I saw, she said that in real life, it was a staged marriage. It wasn't okay. real, but in the movie, yeah, it was very unclear. Cause that Japanese fiance slash bride <laughs> and that awkward cousin was so fun. I loved it. <laughs> Just... <laughs> that picture that they're taking, oh, it was great. Picture. They're singing the solo or the duet <laughs> together at uh -huh. the party. It was so bad. I so bad. It. 
Yeah, I thought it. Aquafina I thought it was, was singing the, uh, the "Killing Me Softly" song, which was great. Mm-hmm. I thought it was rushed, but then when the cousin just starts like losing it, I was like, "Well, I guess you you might do that about a rushed wedding, also." But, um, I, don't, I don't know. At that point, I. At that was point, he too was like, drunk, or was he just mourning his grandma, or was well, he that, like? I love that they didn't answer it. Right, it seemed like both grandma and wedding and drunk. Like it seemed like all of the above. You know. Uh huh. And then the aunt was great with her like bedazzled hat, and she's just like chipper and. The argument between the aunt Fun, and, and then the you mom. find out later that she's sacrificing. <laughs> oh, at the dinner, are you talking yeah, about? Like, so about tense. how if there, she's sending sending the son to sending little bow to America for, for college? Yeah. I, I, I was really tense, but that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. I thought that was so well done. Yeah. So wait, was great. Was little little bow? That was like the little nurses, the nurses, like the maids. Who was no, the it lady? Was the, it was the niece. It, it was what lady? Who was the lady that she was arguing with? I was, was confused. Who? So the white-haired grandma had the white-haired sister, and that white-haired sister oh. has a daughter or son. And then okay. so little Bao is the grandson. So okay. it's it's cousins to to Billy. No, it's second cousins, right? Because it's her great aunt's. Yeah, I think that's right. Grandson. Okay, because I kept like she's like, I'm still here or whatever. Like I I'm around. I'm like, all right, but who are you? I again? didn't figure out who the who the lady is that went to go pick up the the hospital report that didn't speak or didn't read because she never went to school. I don't know who that was. I think she that was just like hanging. a nurse or whatever. Yeah. yeah, like hired hired caretaker. And the old man that lived with the grandma was so great. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lee. Those are life goals right there. I want to be like <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he doesn't care about it. That doesn't <laughs> return. <laughs> like... <laughs> He just walks off in the middle of dinner and shuffles around. The, the who was it? The uncle's having like this speech at the wedding and just, just crying about. And then it goes to Mister Lee just eating his food. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It had some good like like great uh, attention with a little bit of comedy, but it wasn't try to be too funny it was just more situational and uh chad because i don't think anybody made any jokes yeah your internet is being in and out a bit you're starting no! to your speech and then hurry up hurry, hurry back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i i i knew the film wasn't going to try to portray one way of doing things as right or wrong um but uh 
it seemed like at the beginning of the movie, you're mainly getting Billy's perspective and she's coming from this perspective. And so you're mainly like, ah, this sucks that they do it this way. Um, but when like the dad and the uncle are drunk and she goes and finds them and they're smoking cigarettes um, and she sort of pushes them on it, and the, the way the uncle explained it, of like, no, this is us bearing the burden for her. I, f I found that really uh, beautiful and convincing. And just like, yeah, w you know, what if you only had to deal with the burden of your death for, for a few days or a few weeks right before it happened? Yeah, that, that was one of the things I liked about it kind of overall is like, I like foreign movies a lot. But whenever I watch Asian foreign movies, like Chinese or Japanese movies, I have a little bit harder of a time, like immediately connecting to the culture. I have to put in a little bit more effort. And sometimes it's just like, okay, I understand this, but I don't really get it. So I really like this movie as like directly addressing that, you know, here's the difference between American and Chinese culture on this one point, And like, here's the path that we're going to take to maybe not reconcile them, but like come to peace with those differences. So I, I really, really liked that they did that. Can you hear can you hear me better on this phone connection it's fine i can yeah. see you from both angles it's glorious. i know it's not fun <laughs> camera a see. camera b <laughs> oh, you can see the back of the head <laughs> oh did we lose him completely uh -oh. or is he just <laughs> he froze oh, simultaneously on both <laughs> like herb garden <laughs> What's that? I guess I am using the internet on both phone and computer. Should I switch to network? Switch yeah. to network. You should do something. Can you hear us, Chad? Do we keep powering through or should we wait for you? No, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go through my list. All right, let's hear it, man. It's a short list. Like, I, I think oh, wow. it's because I think it's because I got, like, lost in the movie, which I appreciate. So, um, podcast. I, I, I love how no one trusts her. Like, they all know that she's going to ruin it. <laughs> yeah, they all, stand, they all stand up the moment she comes in the room, right? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, crap. <laughs> And she just like immediately, I don't even know how she got away with like not ruining it. Cause she just, she, yeah, she telegraphs her feelings on her face for sure. <clears throat> um, I thought it was uh, interesting that like the three languages and, and how like, like the son that, or the, the grandson that's in Japan can't doesn't communicate all that great in Chinese and so like he's probably feels a little disconnected from the rest of the family because of that and just like how important language is with uh with like connecting with family like you, if you, you grow up in Japan and you learn Chi uh, Japanese and then you know a little bit of Chinese and you're like oh, I can kind of talk to grandma or whatever and even even with uh 
even with Billy, she, they were making fun of her Chinese or whatever the whole time. And I don't know. And it's just, it's just interesting how, how language can, uh, can, can, I take for granted language in, in my family, right? But, but in that situation, it's hard to take, it's hard to put it aside. Anyways. I, I was um, wondering, I was wondering about that, like when the uncle spoke and when the cousin spoke, I would have no idea what, what that would sound like, but I was wondering if they spoke Chinese, like with a Japanese accent um, and like what, like you have to know like a language really well to hear, to hear it with an accent. Like I remember at the end of my mission, feeling like I could tell um, a few, like a certain accents in Bulgarian. Um, like there's a lot of Armenian people who live in Bulgaria. So I like felt like I could tell what an Armenian accent in Bulgarian is. But like, um, yeah, anyways. Very interesting. Um, so I thought it was interesting. You could tell that the movie was about Billy, right? Like it was that was it was she was the main character or whatever, because she was always next to grandma. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't one of the sons next to grandma. It was Billy next to grandma in like every scene, every time they're eating. There's I don't know kind of funny and kind of weird that that wouldn't be the way it normally would be. But, well, the uh, wedding picture, the group wedding picture, it was Billy and the grandma in the front and then in behind him was the bride and the groom. <laughs> <laughs> that was bizarre. Yeah. Uh, what was with the chicken dance? <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. And the, the cousin kept on messing up and just got so wasted. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, well, it's, I mean, I couldn't tell, right? Because it wasn't in English. It seemed like one of those games where everybody has like a name that they are. It mm -hmm. sounded like they were like swapping consonants, like it was the same vowels but different consonants every time, or something like. Yeah, it was. Sounds like what Anthony's saying. Like everybody's assigned a certain something, and yeah, and, you have and to when yours is called, that means that you have to quickly jump in and do it to something else. It was great. All right, everyone look at the camera. Three, two, one. With, with oh, Chad man. twice. Yeah, but I'm clipping out my bottom picture. Or should I leave them to both of them in there? <laughs> should. They're both going in. <laughs> You're so committed to the podcast, you came twice. Yeah, that's yes. right. And and Sean's closing his eyes or making some face. I don't know. Great. Okay. Um, so here's a question for you. If you had the opportunity to tell someone um, that they were going to pass away, <laughs> would you tell them? Well, my cousin just died last year or like several months ago two months ago and he is six years older than us and he had colon cancer for several years and um he or they asked or he asked if everyone could write him a letter and send him in in the post and so we, we all got the chance to write a letter and share memories and experiences and our thoughts 
And I guess that was uh, at the funeral they were talking about how how much that that meant to them and just connecting with everyone. So, yeah, if I'm gonna die, and you guys know, you can tell me. I give you my permission. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't make sense. To, I mean, especially in that situation where you're younger. Yeah. When you're old and you're like preparing for that end of life. I don't know. With a different that, culture. So the, Karen and I were talking about this. It, we were thinking like, no, don't tell unless you're younger, right? Like, because then you have like, I don't know, you feel like you got like a bucket list or whatever to, and you, you got to say your goodbyes or whatever, but I don't know. But do, does that go away when you're old? Like, I feel like if I'm an old man, I'd still want to like say bye to the people that I love and probably like burn a couple journals that I don't want people to find or whatever. Else. <laughs> yeah, like, right. There's probably some stuff you want to take care of. <laughs> <laughs> Make a treasure map or something if you're Will and, right. and Jason. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, so Karen's dad passed away uh, in February, so pretty recently. And I've been thinking like, man, if I could send myself like a tweet, like if I could just like, I had 140 characters to, to send past Jason, what would I, what would I send? What would I <laughs> tell my, what would I say, right? Like, mm -hmm. first off, you know, buy GME, sell at 400. That's obviously <laughs> what I would do. But what else would I like? Would I, I don't know. Like spend more time, you know, screw COVID, go see him. I don't know. So you were in lockdown. Where, was he in lockdown and you didn't get to see him while he was? Well, no, he, so he had, he was, um, he was pretty unhealthy and, uh, and he, he got diagnosed with uh, heart congenitive, con, what is it called? Something heart failure. Heart, yeah, heart failure. Um, and so um, they, they gave him, they, they had a quintuple bypass surgery. Oh, geez. Um, and he was doing good. He, he, we saw him, I mean, we, we visited, but just like from, far away or whatever you know just in their backyard or whatever and he was doing good he was getting some color back in him he was he seemed to be doing well and then and then just uh one a couple days and, and they were planning it was like right before valentine's day they were planning to go up to salt lake and like making plans and stuff and then he 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 his wife checked on him when he was asleep or something and and he was gone like man so it's like it it was unexpected mm -hmm. a little bit because it was a month after the surgery we felt like he was in the clear he was <clears throat> feeling better but then but then it was just like yeah i don't know unexpected in that sense but expected because he was he was kind of unhealthy with the he didn't take care of himself i don't know that's really hard, especially like you were saying with the pandemic. Carrie's dad had a heart attack 
I can't remember exactly when last summer or something. And like, immediately we wanted to go visit and like see him. But at the same time, it's like, well, he's especially vulnerable now. So you can't. So it's like, I don't know. I can only imagine like how that would feel if like he's getting better. He's doing a lot better now, but like if it took a turn for the worse, like that would feel horrible to not have gone out and visited him after that. It's hard. It was rough, rough for Karen. Um, okay, sorry. That was a sad aside. Um, Movies should make us reflect. And, you know, it's, it's good. It's good. Um, let's see. Uh, did they really get married? Yeah, that was the question. Uh, I, I, I remember in the podcast, it was, they, they had already gotten married and they were planning a celebration like a year later in China, but they moved it up so that because of the the news but maybe okay i i listened to the podcast like when it first came out in 2014 or whatever so i just saw a little snippet in an interview that said it wasn't a real wedding but okay that doesn't have a lot of context i have so many questions about nay 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 uh little uh, the little nay nay her her sister or whatever yeah her right? little sister that's taking care of her which which is is really the actual character like she played herself which is is that right yeah which is interesting wow um, and um like i don't get it why is she take like she she like she talked about how she has her own life and a husband yeah. hours away or whatever I'm like she hasn't seen him forever, right? Why? Why? It's a matriarch. Like, I, she's taking care of her older sister because it's she's the matriarch. I guess I don't get it. Is, well, she, is she taking care because her her older sister's husband died, or is she taking care because she's sick? But but it didn't imply that she was sick before. It just implied that she's sick now. Like I don't, I don't understand that dynamic. Yeah, how long has she been taking care of her? And she made it sound like years. Yeah, it seemed like a long time. (laughs) But yeah, that's we don't have the answers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the the it's kind of like who else would if she wasn't though? Yeah, because the brothers are both, or I guess her sons are both out of the country. Like, what other family is there? So that uncle and is living in Japan. Is that what's going on? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is a painter or something? Artist or something? I don't know. Yeah, she said painter and it was unclear. Does that mean like... It's painting walls. Yeah, which kind of painter? (laughs) Good money in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so Um, in the interview that, that I read with her, her mom was like a really... Um, celebrated writer when they lived in China. Um, and uh, in the interview, they said basically wrote for the equivalent of the New Yorker in China. And her dad was fluent in Chinese and had gone to Moscow a lot and was fluent in Russian. And, um, and then like they took but they were like important 
like intellectuals basically and um when they moved to the united states she said her dad was like delivering pizzas oh wow but what what is sometimes it makes me wonder like i get there's opportunity in america but sometimes i feel like it's a step down like what opportunity are they like maybe they're I, I get like if it's like like they're running away from a government or something like that right but mm-hmm. sometimes in the, like oh. in the interview she she kind of cut terry gross off she was kind of like oh i can't talk about it a lot but it was heavily implied that um it was like they for political reasons like that they mm-hmm. didn't want to live in china anymore they wanted to like live in a more democratic uh, government under a more democratic government and but she's like she has family in china and she's a filmmaker who sometimes wants to be able to make films in china and so she didn't like have the freedom to just openly like yeah attack the country she can't just say yeah they're communists and there's no free speech and my parents are um are uh i don't know political on political, political asylum they're, or whatever they're, they're they're authors and yeah it's interesting it's interesting but and i think of like people that come from like india that were like doctors in india and then they're uh-huh. like end up like then we don't like their doctorate or whatever and, and we say no your your schooling isn't any good so good luck well that's what i think about when doing people, a taxi car you know you watch old westerns and there's like pioneers and it's like dirt dry and their farms are failing in the middle of texas or whatever and it flashes back to where they came from in like green maine or england or mm-hmm. wherever like why would you do there's <laughs> a bad it's choice often, just but it's often like they but often it's like because they they were like renting or you know they were sharecropping or whatever they didn't have yeah. their own thing that like yeah. there was an they're looking for that upside but uh, sometimes i'm like man there's no upside sorry guys <laughs> like <laughs> I guess I, America's great, but sometimes yeah. there's not an upside. <laughs> if you're persecuted in China and the government's out to get you, that's an upside. A, you'll take a, a, a pizza delivery job in, no, in I'll, I'll, New Jersey or whatever. That makes sense. There's also, uh, whatchamacallit, um, Taiwan. Why not Taiwan? I don't know. All right. You guys ever seen cupping before? On the uh, the massage, that did not look fun. <laughs> Terrible. And then like leaves those welts on the the back. I mean, that's basically like what all the swimmers do during the Olympics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks terrible though. <laughs> oh, and then the the dad comes in all drunk, and he and the mom has to take care of him like a little kid. <laughs> Uh-huh. And strip him down to his little underwear. His he's, red laying, underwear. <laughs> he's laying down on the bed and he's like too loud and he wraps the outside of the cover around him. That was a great well, slice of life scene. Well, and they were having this really intense conversation. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> the, the dad's there in his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I really I liked him. I liked him. Is that the you end cry, of the list? Jason? I told you it was a sh- it's a short list. Wow. 
Very short. Did, did, were, did you well up at all? I felt feelings, yes. <laughs> I was uh, few I, spots, until few the spots. very end where yeah. the mom broke down in the car. When they're driving away, the mom was crying. Yeah. That was that was a little bit I wasn't I mean the uncle's speech when he was all crying. I just maybe I just don't have any feelings for the uncle, but it, it didn't seem sincere. <laughs> I don't know. It was just too it was like too it's, ridiculous. It's kind it of hard funny. to watch, but it, it didn't was, like bring yeah. up those emotions right. for me as much. Yeah, um, I I cried right at the end too, Chad. Um that the conversation she had with her grandma right there at the end, that it seemed it's not that her grandma like knew all of a sudden that she had cancer and was gonna die soon, but it seemed like it seemed like she it was possible that she knew that she wasn't actually going to see her granddaughter again. Mm -hmm. um, and like when the car drives away and she sort of follows and the grandma starts crying. I really like it, but you only see it from the distance. Yes. Um, like that, that's what I felt was sort of like implied. And that that's mm. when the grandma started crying heavily. That's when I finally cried. No, no. What is, what does Paul say? Paul says, need it. Sorry that I, sorry that I flaked out again, folks. I feel like that's my go-to move these days. I'll really try to make the next one. <laughs> well, I don't know if it should come in the next one because it's my pick and I think I know what I want to watch. <laughs> All right. I've got a couple things on my list still. Um, I don't know. One thing that I, I thought was kind of interesting is just like the idea of like mourning in private. I don't know. That seems like a very specific, like kind of emotional turmoil where you're going through something and you just can't talk about it with the person that you want to talk about it with. I don't know that I have anything more to like say about it other than I thought that that's like a very specific kind of feeling that I've felt. And it really came through in this movie. Um, the other thing we haven't talked about is the soundtrack, which I loved the strings and like the vocal like pretty sparse arrangements but they they brought it up like really high in the mix so you can hear it really strongly i thought it was really really good um it, so this was the first movie that i watched with the new setup and like it like even though it wasn't one of those big blockbusters it was it was cool to experience that way like the music was amazing yeah there there's one song especially that i liked that's like it's a Beethoven song that they took and like rearranged it to sound all jazzy with like a vocal melody over the top. That was really good. Um, <laughs> and then since I like the soundtrack so much, I, I was digging around a little and read part of an interview from the, uh, the composer. And I guess that piano scene, you know, where the family's around the table and she just starts like going crazy on the piano. I thought this was really interesting. They had filmed the scene with some like Brahms piece as the reference. So that's what she was moving her hands to match. But then they decided, oh, well, we want this to be an original composition that like hits the same like motifs as the main like theme to the film. I think it's called The Lie. And so the composer had to like go back and rewrite this piece from scratch in such a way that they could edit her movements that it would still look like she was playing the same song. <laughs> and it was like such a cool song. Like, how did he do that? It's yeah, amazing. Cool. Um, 
I really liked that scene. Me too. Where she's just, she just like loses herself in that song. And you could tell it's like her way of, she's like processing it. And, and then like the grandma looks back and with like pride, but then like, you know, what's going on in the, in the granddaughter's head. I don't know. This is interesting. Billy. <laughs> All right, I've got two more things. <laughs> That's all I have to um, say about it. <laughs> so it's not the granddaughter, it's Billy. Billy. <laughs> Stupid child. <laughs> That's right. Oh, the funeral. <laughs> when they're praying to the, the ancestor, to her husband. Mm-hmm. And what, what was it that in the English uh, subtitles, like old timer or something like that? I think it's great. I think it was burning things and like eating the bananas and lighting a cigarette. <laughs> I thought that was a fun way to, to tribute. He's already, he's already dead. Let him smoke. <laughs> I want to go to, I want to go to my grandpa's grave with some peanuts and Pepsi and just like eat peanuts and Pepsi. <laughs> my, my cousin, my cousin always takes donuts to her dad's grave, to my uncle's grave. Oh, wow. Yeah. Family. Uh, Sean, what was the name of that song that, that you, it's you said called you really liked. Pathetic, P-A-T-H-E-T-I-Q-U-E. Are you going to play a minute of it for us on the YouTube video? Well, I was, I was just going to listen to it after the fact. Oh, you should <laughs> play a little bit of it. It's, yeah, so it's, a, bit. it's a, a Beethoven song that every time I hear it, it reminds me of um, Somewhere Out There in, you know, An American Tale, that cartoon oh, yeah. about the mice. It has like the same melody. That's like a classic childhood song yeah i kind of did think of it i felt i was like what what is this reminding me of anyway that's interesting What's the? That's great. I wanna, I wanna hear the lie real quick. I I really liked that one. Was this? That was. This was her. That's kind of like the main theme, right? Yeah. The piano. The piano theme was based on that, but since he wrote the piano piece to match the film it just like cuts off abruptly. And so they didn't include the song on the soundtrack because it's not like a full song. Oh, interesting. What about the the song at the very end? The Harry Nilsson can't live with living is without you. uh That was great. In Chinese. It came on and I was singing it all in English. And (laughs) I'm like, better in english (laughs) i listened to the whole thing and then they played that song that jason just played for us again at the end i'm like all right my favorite (laughs) one again (laughs) um 
So there was a lot of food in this movie and it made me really want to go to Chinatown in Houston where they have a lot of like really good food and I haven't been comfortable going there because there's a pandemic. So I don't know if I'm ready yet, but it really made me want to eat Chinese food. That sounds good. And then you can go places with a mask, right? China, yeah. Texas is open. Yeah, in theory. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> and you're vaccinated. I don't know. It feels most okay most of me. the way. I, yeah, I, I feel like I'm getting to the point where it's like, yeah, maybe I can just like go out to eat for no good reason. But we've been playing it pretty safe for the past <laughs> I, year. I've been Hard living to not take out though. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to go back to normal when you, yeah when you're mm -hmm. I don't even know I don't even know what, how what and how that's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. So my oh, lap we haven't been taking the pandemic very seriously at all. <laughs> <laughs> we go to restaurants, we go to friends' houses, kids are in soccer. Uh, I, it's just we still wear masks. I mean, we're not like anti-maskers, but we just wear. Just hang out, do things, normal life. <laughs> In the northwest of Las Vegas, it's like there hasn't been a lockdown. That's so, my my last note: I've been watching a lot of like stupid movies this month just to fill the space, you know, while I'm doing something else. So, one of those that I watched that's also like a cross between an Asian and American culture was Beverly Hills Ninja. And I yeah. think the farewell handled it much, much better than Beverly Hills That's Ninja. Funny. With uh, Will, Fer no, with um, Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. It was just depressing to watch that movie because it's like so culturally insensitive. And then it's like Chris Farley just acting like a big fat idiot and knowing that like shortly after that, he's going to die from a drug overdose because he's so depressed because he's been acting like a big dumb idiot that everyone's laughing. Yeah, it was it was a lot harder to watch than I thought it would be. It's no fun. Yeah. So yes, that, that's a lot the end of, of my a lot of a lot of the scenes that like, I mean, even in not necessarily a culturally insensitive movie, there would have been like a lot of scenes that would have been like played more for laughs. Um, like the, like her grandma's like morning ri cleansing ritual or, or even like the interaction with like the, the hotel worker who brought up her bags. Mm -hmm. um, those were just like really, like there was like some humor in those scenes, but it was kind of just a lot more human. Like, like the scene with the grandma was really sweet. I felt like. And then her just trying to like saying over and over to the to the worker, no, it's just different. <laughs> like like I, I don't really want to have this conversation. Um, and like in a different movie, both of those scenes would have been something else. Or like completely cut. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the tone wise that didn't it's it was a good healthy mix of uh sincerity and heartfelt mixed with some tension breaking situational and character driven like breaks where it wasn't just like depressing and sad the whole time and it didn't try to be like skirt around any like 
emotional issues. I thought it was a good mix. A good, a good, it was a good movie, guys. Well, and the, I mean, it's no, it's no Unicorn City when it comes to the writing and the acting and the production value. But I mean, it's, you can't get it's like here. Unicorn City level every time. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Well, a lot of like the happier moments, they weren't like about like la- laugh out loud funny too. It, it felt a lot of the way that it is to like be with your extended family when everybody's having a good time. Like, like we're just happy to, like even though there's like some sadness behind this, like we're happy to play this like silly like chicken dance game or um, even if the cousin's getting drunk because he's so sad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, I don't it, it just felt, at least for me, it felt like what it's like to be with my extended family, it, it, which for me, like there is some like underlying tension be, behind most of those interactions, but, um, but I, but I still like enjoy those happy moments. Yeah. Some tensions at Connie's house for sure. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's calmed down on Facebook. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I'm going to get you the... Uh, because I have this setup, I want to watch uh, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. And so I'll, I'll get we you We watched my, that. My HBO stuff. So my... Oh, my, yeah. My... Let me know. I do want to watch the... Uh, if I can steal your HBO login for a day and just... Or two and just... Binge watch. I'll just say, I'll, oh, I'll set the pa- password like the. This is for chat or something. Will be the that's password. right. I think I talked about this before, but my son Peter is scared of every single movie and every TV show, but he loves Godzilla. Yeah. So so we got <laughs> Carrie's mom's login for HBO Max, and we watched King Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong when it first. The first day it came out and he was scared of it but you know he had to be scared the first time so that he'll be ready for it the next time did he run off the, run out of the room yeah he runs out of the room and covers his eyes and yeah it was fun that's cute <laughs> is there anything else good on hbo max there's lots of stuff on there i haven't really gone through it a lot the, Sni- the snyder cut oh, oh yeah the good. snyder cut I didn't see the first one, so I wouldn't know what the difference between the Snyder Cut is. I haven't the seen first one was terrible. Of, I haven't seen any of the movies. I haven't seen Man of Steel or Batman vs Superman or Wonder Woman or um, Wonder Woman was great. Yeah, Wonder seen, Woman was good. I haven't seen the new one though. Oh, it's so bad! It's so bad. <laughs> is it? Wonder Woman is great, but. Wonder Woman 1984 is... Oh, never mind. I did see Aquaman. I saw Aquaman. I got it from the library. Watched it. It was all Um, right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I think with the DC movies, you kind of just have to have your expectations like all the way to the ground. And then then you're like, oh, this is kind of (laughs) fun. Don't compare it to MCU. No, no. No Thor Ragnarok. No, no. Uh, but the the first Wonder Woman was pretty good. I really enjoyed it. I don't like Chris Pine. 
Just pick well, a Chris. There's too many. Okay, well, uh, I'll rank the Chris's right now. <laughs> Number one, Chris Evans. Number two, Chris Hemsworth. Number three, Chris, what's his face from uh, Parks and Rec? Uh, Star Lord. Star Lord. What's his name? Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Chris Pratt. And then very bottom, Chris Pine. So I guess you don't like uh, any of the Star Treks then? No. Okay. No, I don't think I would like them if. It wasn't Chris Pine. <laughs> they weren't good. <laughs> I enjoyed them. They were pretty. There was a lot of lens flares. Lots of lens flares. <laughs> Did you watch the Star Trek, Anthony? I have. I I see most big blockbuster movies. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I don't hide away from those. Um, oddly, I haven't like seen any of the Fast and Furious movies except for like the first one. Yeah. But but any other major series I've probably seen like like I've probably I don't know if I've seen all the Transformers. I've probably seen all the Transformers. Like, <laughs> I've definitely seen all the, the Marvel movies. Bumblebee was actually pretty good. That's what that one was called, right? Yeah. Yeah, I usually do steer away from blockbuster movies. They just don't really do much for me, but I really liked that one. You've been staying active with the James Bond franchises? Is there... There's a a Spectre and what's... what's I don't think they released the next one yet. I think it kept on getting kicked down the road like Dune and... James Bond. Yeah, there's I a bunch of movies. Back. Oh, what else is there? This, this, the Black Widow is waiting to be released. And the Taskmaster is the villain. That's gonna be cool. Do you know <laughs> who the Taskmaster is? No, I don't know anything about the comics. The, task, and... the Taskmaster um, has what's called a kinetic memory, or something like that, and so or a photographic. I don't know, something like that. Okay. So anyways, okay. they can copy any movement, movement that they see from somebody else. Um, no. So the Taskmaster can like do everybody else's fighting style. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the villains. <laughs> All right, good pick, Anthony. Anything else on this one? It was great. Uh, Lulu, Lulu Wang is Barry Jenkins' partner. Um, nice, sweetie. Barry Jenkins made Moonlight and If Beale Street Could Talk. Um, so that's like a filmmaking power couple. I guess so, yeah. I didn't see any of those, though. I loved Moonlight. <laughs> Yeah, they're both um, really well made. I can't remember. I think I was going to say something, but I'm not going to. Oh, yeah. And, or Jason, Karen watched the movie with you? Yeah. Did she like it? Yeah. I can, hear Jan- I can hear Jana watching the movie in the other room. 
because because uh, <laughs> I had said she's like she's like what did you watch and what are you talking about tonight? And I was like oh the farewell you would really like it and so she's watching it right now while we talk hey I, I watched it twice I watched it a month ago and when I watched it with Rachel and her cousin they were like talking and stuff so I there's some details that I missed and so I watched it again this week over two nights and it held up I liked it the same the slow pace knowing the plot didn't change my opinion of it (laughs) I I paying more attention to the first of the movie where I know the characters is always fun to go back and rewatch something after you watch it because you miss things it takes a little bit to get into a movie and understand what they're talking about and who the people are so a second viewing is always fun for me or a second reading oh yeah I finished the John the Car book and it was his last book and man he's a great Cold War author but when he's writing a book set in like 2018 and the only technology you have is texting that you mentioned. I mean, there's all this spy craft that they're like talking about dead letter boxes or drop boxes and, and things like that. And like running agents in the field. Like, is that how spies really work in the 2010s? I don't, I think there'd be a little bit more like technology and like that. I don't know. You just think that, but it was great. You, have you read very much about this Navalny guy that they poisoned, or, um, or uh, also there's like this? They actually can't figure out what it is, but like this microwave weapon, um, where like U.S. spies just get like really sick, like, and they they can't like tell why totally um is this like russian stuff well that's kind well the navalny was uh so he's like a russian dissident that was Mm -hmm. poisoned um and then he he like called up the guy that poisoned it well or one of the people that poisoned (laughs) him basically and like Uh posed like posed as like a government official um, and like got like all this info from him like uh, about like what like he's like no I need a full report now like he got like all like the <laughs> the very guy that got poisoned like like <laughs> broke it down and like busted him the other way it's okay. crazy yeah I heard a little bit about it I haven't been following it closely but and all, all, all this is to say Real like life some, stuff is scary. <laughs> sure. Well, so all this is to say a lot of it is still is still like the old techniques. Okay. Uh, the one thing that's kind of different is like you, like you can buy, if you have the money, you can buy like mass cell phone data. Um, okay. And so like you if someone's dumb enough to like have their cell phone on them while they're doing this stuff like the government and like 
if the government knows that someone has been in a certain place, like they can track down, oh, we know that this known Russian spy was in like the, the building the same time Navalny was or um, <laughs> because of like this mass data stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's too real. Kind of like murder mysteries, fictional or so fun. But true crime is just sad and and real. It's kind of like real spy stuff is just overwhelming and scary. <laughs> like this is the world, but then like fictional Cold War spy is just so fun. <laughs> no, the microwave weapon stuff is legit scary because like they it's unclear like if they even have to be like in the same building as them or not. Mm-hmm like but it's it's meant to like project through walls and stuff like whatever oh, device they're using like just make you sick and it fries your inside well and it well i think like it messes with your equilibrium or something. like so, i read this like long interview with this guy that it happened to and he's been like trying i mean it's messed him up for like the rest of his life and he's been really? like trying re- like it does that for some people and not for others depending on how much and he's been trying to he's been like fighting an uphill battle to get like the u.s to the government to like pay for his medical bills and to take care of him and stuff because that's crazy um chad yeah what did you pick oh the movie for next time yeah, it's a it's a little number. Oh, before we get there, have you guys been watching uh, David Tennant and uh, Michael Sheen's YouTube friendship? They're my oh. favorite friends. Just they're the stars of the Good Omens. That's a Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett book, and they turned it into an Amazon Prime uh, series. And now they just do like this um, YouTube video where they're just talking back and forth. And it's great. <clears throat> That's Did you, my recommendation for YouTube. But David my movie. Ten- just short David Tennant news. It came out recently that early in his career, he posed like as his own assistant, like in electronic communications. Okay. Like it's, like this was before like he he didn't have have anybody like he was nobody but he like posed as his own assist like i don't forget the name of the woman that he made up but like so that he could just get out of stuff all the time <laughs> so he's like no like he would have his assistant like send all these messages to it, but he didn't have an assistant <laughs> um the movie is called piccadilly jim Starring Sam Rockwell, Francis O'Connor, and Tom Wilkinson. It's on Amazon Prime. It's a 2004 number. There's a book written in like the 1920s by P.G. Woodhouse called Piccadilly Jim. And I recommend both of them. But we're going to watch the movie and we're going to talk about it next month. But if you want to listen to it. 2005? Oh, yeah. 2004. 2004. Piccadilly Jim, Sam Rockwell. 
Sam Rockwell is great. Yes, I love Sam Rockwell. He's the only good part. I don't know. They tried hard, but they missed the mark on the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. But he did a good job as Zaphod Beeblebrox or whatever his name is. And Bilbo Baggins did a good job. I guess Frodo Baggins. No, Bilbo, right? Yeah. What's his mm-hmm. name? Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman did a good job as Arthur Dent. And but Sam Rockwell's in the MCU. Yeah, in Iron Man as a bad guy, right? Yeah. He did okay. I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's been bad in anything. He's great. All right, Mayor, walk us through some IMDb Sam Rockwell. Um, just had it up. He was in the Green Mile. That was the first thing I saw him in. That's right, was great. He was Move. a bad guy, right? He was mm-hmm. like a crazy. I forgot about that. Three billboards outside. Something. Uh, yeah, something. Of a dangerous mind. Seven psychopaths. Those were the ones that he's that is known for. I don't know. Those last three are all from the same director. Jojo Rabbit. You guys seen the uh, David Tennant Hamlet production? I think that's on. Uh, It was really fun. Napoleon Dynamite TV series? (laughs) Isn't that animated? Wasn't he on Mm -hmm. like Gentleman Broncos? Yeah. I've seen. I think I've seen the David Tennant. I think I've seen him do this soliloquy. The to yeah. be or not to be. Yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just, it's from Hamlet. But yeah, it's great. Oh, yeah, I'm reading. That's my new goal, everybody. I'm reading William Shakespeare, complete works. Nice. <laughs> all of it? Nice. I'm going to try. Well, not all of it. I'm going to read No Fear Shakespeare's William Shakespeare. So I think there's No Fear Shakespeare has it's like a book series where it has the original text on the left side of the page and the right side of the page is modern English translation. So I feel like I would need that. That's cool. I can understand most of, not most, probably half of just reading Shakespeare prose and I can get the gist. But then if you go read the modern English translation and it's got like what it's really trying to say and then I go back and read the Shakespeare part. It's like, oh, that's very clever there, how he said that. <laughs> or I would have completely missed that point. I would think I would have got like the main level gist of like characters and plot, but missed all the inside jokes. And so right now I'm reading Othello. And I've never read it before. And I think I'm going to watch an Othello movie afterwards. I think there's a couple. Like one's called O. I haven't seen it though. No. It's kind of dry. So it's not my poolside reading. It's more of like my nighttime with a lamp reading. <laughs> it really does a good job of like making my eyes tired. Yeah, it'll knock you out. <laughs> it'll That's awesome. Out. <laughs> That's really yeah. cool. 
I got put in this group at work where they're having us meet like every three weeks to talk about like how to be better consultants and like whatever. So they assigned me a book to read called The Trusted Advisor. And it's totally not my kind of book, but every time I like have time to read, I feel like, okay, I probably need to read this. Like it's homework reading. I haven't had homework reading for yeah. forever. Yeah. And so like any pleasure reading is just kind of pushed off by the fact that I pick up this book I'm not interested in for three minutes and I'm like, okay, I read something that's good enough and then just move on to the next thing. It's not, yeah. <laughs> it's homework not great. Reading. So Woodhouse, I've read, Woodhouse is in the public domain, a lot of it. And so there's a bunch of free stuff. But then I've read all of the Jeeves and Woosters and I've read all of Blanding's Castle series. And Piccadilly Jim is a standalone title. So there's, it's not in a series. So it, it will be a good, you just watch it. And there's no prequels and there's no, you don't have to understand the world of who these characters are. So I'm not sure why they made a movie about it because it's not like the Woodhouse's best story. I don't know, but I mean, it's free and available and it's weird. You'll see. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it'll be interesting to, to hear your opinions on Piccadilly Jim for next month. Oh, let's look at a calendar. In May, I've got a big printed calendar. That's, it looks like this. See how big that is? Yeah. But no, my uh, summer dates and deets, you know, like homeschool camping on a one weekend. Rachel's going backpacking on, let's do it when Rachel goes backpacking. No. There's Rachel here. Does the 15th sound okay to everyone? 15th is perfect. Yes. Armed forces work. Rachel's going to go backpacking with friends. When is Mother's Day? Mother's Day is the 9th. Oh, did you hear about next week? Next week is a Q Hall podcast recording. Make sure to send me the uh, the link. What does that even mean? What do you mean? It's a Q Hall podcast. What are you recording? Who's recording that? an episode. Well, I, <laughs> right. I don't know why I'm I don't know who's going to be there either, but <laughs> it could be it could be a lot. So, uh, Melissa. Mallory, Carrie, Wendy, and maybe Jessica, because Jessica hasn't seen the posts or the messenger posts. That we've got. I don't think she's been on the computer. I don't know. <laughs> and then me. <laughs> so I don't think I'll be doing much talking. I'll just be recording it. And hopefully my computer internet doesn't have issues or else it will just be a lost feed. I don't know. Unless you want to record it, Mary, do you want to record it on your I'm Zoom? Way I'm way good. What does that mean? I don't want to. I'm way good. I don't need to be there. 
you don't have to be there. All I'm saying is you can set up the Zoom meeting for me. I could probably do that. <laughs> oh, man. You don't want to commit to anything. Is that right? <laughs> I'm way good. <laughs> I'm way good. I'm gonna I'm gonna use I'm way good when I when I'm talking to people. <laughs> yeah, I understand. No, I'm good, but no, I'm way good. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be interesting. Did Carrie say anything about it, Sean? I don't know if I should speak for Carrie. I'll speak for her. I'll tell you what she said. She so she has um a lot of unpleasant memories of freshman year. So she's a little worried that she's gonna like show up and not have all these great fun stories to tell like everybody else but right. um i think that's mostly just her nerves i think once she gets in there and people start talking especially if you can get jessica on there because she loves jessica well i think that we won't spend a lot of time talking about freshman year and most of the time will be spent uh catching up yeah because if it's been uh 18 years since freshman year and we're going through four or five people of catching up their lives. And, and then I think, cause I don't plan, I don't know what the plan, there is no plan. <laughs> the plan is just to get all these ladies together to record and then send out it as a, as an episode on the Q hall podcast. Well, I'm we're doing it, Mary. Listen to it, bringing it back. Cool. Well, I, I get updated from Spotify whenever one of Chad's various podcasts gets posted. So, oh, That's right. It's yep. the only notification I have set up on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last one we did? Oh, Ransom, right, Mayor? Have we done one since Ransom? Uh, that might be it. I, I mean, I haven't... It's been... I mean, you did some Sid and them, right? That was before. I think Ransom was the last one. Chad, is is there anybody from our ward in freshman year that you didn't have a relationship with that you didn't know? Because, like, I mean, even these names that you're talking about right now, I don't know who most of (laughs) these (laughs) are. That's funny. That's right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to hear from like Melissa and Mallory, Wendy, uh, get Carrie on there, Jessica. Okay, hang um, on. There's Escape from Q Hall, Ransom. Then there's uh-huh. Sean Returns, and then Anthony Returns. So. Oh, okay. So we did some sequels, but I wasn't involved with those. Yeah, I only guessed co-hosted a few times you did ransoms though yep i don't remember it but i'm there in the picture because <laughs> eric was the co-host when we did like jared and Lindsay. well you did that one twice right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no we well, did jared it... jared was yeah. the first one and jared was a last one because the recording <laughs> is that right mayor so me and you and jared recorded nope. an episode and we lost nope. the recording 
Yes. And I then, remember now. And, and then it, I fired it, when Lindsay was there too, I think. No, I it was just right. Jared. I think it was just me and you and Jared. And then I think me and Eric got Jared and Lindsay. <laughs> and I, I fired man from that episode. Because <laughs> it was my fault. I don't know. It was both of our faults. <laughs> I thought the idea was bring in a, a new person so that you don't have the exact same conversation for a second time. That was the real but, one. But yeah. I like I like my reason better. I, yeah, I like that Fired. too. <laughs> yes. Fired. Cool. All right. So that one is uh PG fourteen, it says. So it I don't know what it has in it. Worse than oh. PG thirteen. <laughs> Yeah, is this a made-for-TV movie or something? What's going on? And why did you pick it? Why did you pick it? it? That's fun. So you've seen it and you like it? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Well, I like, I like it. I like Sam Rockwell and I like Woodhouse. Woodhouse is probably my favorite. Mm, That's a strong statement, but I'm going to stick with it. Woodhouse is my favorite author. Wow. I don't know. I don't. I haven't read any of this stuff, so I'm, I'll just go. Good. All right. You know, House. The it's movie, Hugh Laurie. The TV show. Yeah, TV show. So he's not American. He's English. And him and Stephen Fry were a comedic duo in like the '80s, and then in the '90s, they recorded a bunch of Jeeves and Woosters like tv show that's all that, and that's woodhouse it's like that kind of comedy <laughs> yeah. you lost me that's look right. it up it's so I'm excited good. i'm excited to watch this movie chad that you picked yeah it will be good <laughs> it's 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 good guys and i'm gonna defend it <laughs> if you don't think it's good but the thing is it's a very 90s uh or early to 2004 it was but the 2004 was really the 90s still it's a different time it's a different time <laughs> cool anything else guys come visit me chad okay now that i'm yeah i'll be up there in august there's no other plans to go up to utah oh there is maybe in june we're going up camping in goblin valley i don't think we're going up to northern utah (laughs) yeah that's not very very close i'm just saying that's still utah i mean (laughs) (laughs) so maybe central utah in june and then first week of august i'll be up in um, utah but we're planning on going to hawaii my older brother lives in um in honolulu at a base there and so we're gonna fly the whole kids that's what we're doing with our stimulus money anthony instead of getting an entertainment center we're we're planning a 2021 hawaiian vacation with the whole with all the kids all of a sudden the number of children we have became worth it that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Up until then, it wasn't. So. 
the, the balance, the, the scales were balanced a little bit more. <laughs> it's like, oh, sweet. So the government's paying for us to go on vacation this year. Great. <laughs> cool, guys. That's it. Hopefully we can get Will back or Paul back. I can't remember when the last time Paul was on. Um, probably his movie, right? I think so. Was it like Menash or something like that? Yeah. Cool. That's it. I propose that we adjourn this meeting. Second in. Any objections? All right. See you guys. <laughs> See ya. Bye.